The latest news release from Let's Get Wellington Moving, an explanation of how planning is progress, sums up the frustrations around the project that's dragged on for eight years. I think we need to change the programme to make it move more swiftly and get more progress. MP for Wellington Central and Finance Minister Grant Robertson says there's no plan to remove any significant parts of the wider project. Public transport, mass rapid transit and the changes to our roading network need to be part of the future Wellington transport plans. Senior Labour MPs were being asked about Let's Get Wellington moving after vague comments from ministers threw up further questions about its future. The multi-billion dollar Auckland Light Rail project is another that's been years in the planning, an election promise from then leader Jacinda Ardern in 2017. Is Auckland Light Rail going to be in a failed election promise from Labour? No. But Prime Minister Chris Hipkins wasn't willing to commit past the business case that's still a work in progress. The whole point of doing a business case is that you actually get the business case before you make a decision on it. I'm not going to make a decision on a business case that we haven't seen yet. National would scrap both Let's Get Wellington Moving and Auckland Light Rail, promising instead a suite of new roads and a rapid transit network for Auckland. Pretty transformative plan to announce uh, how we intend to build a much stronger and more modern and reliable infrastructure and roading network here in New Zealand. But the plan's under scrutiny from Labour with the familiar question, how will it be funded? In their plan, they've got $10 billion that they seem to think is coming from nowhere. They don't seem to be able to explain where it's coming from. Mr Luxon jumping the gun while defending his numbers. We've been a very transparent government laying out a vision of projects over the next 10 years. We've costed them to the very best of our ability using publicly available information. He says there are trillions of dollars of sovereign wealth around the world with investors looking for long-term infrastructure investments. The opportunity would be open to all, including countries like China, as long as it's signed off by the new agency National would create. The National Infrastructure Agency will build the expertise to be able to work out who's the right partner for the right project. The debate then moved to the Chamber. Why is it that whether it's tax or transport or frankly any other issue, he can tell the country what he won't do, but he can't tell the country what he will do? On this side of the House, we do focus, however, on making sure that the, uh, the announcements that we make actually have money behind them, something the National Party still don't seem to be able to do. One election policy plan the government refuses to deny, removing GST off fresh fruit and vegetables. The opposition using question time to reel off comments made by Labour ministers in the past criticising such a move, including Finance Minister Grant Robertson. Quote, other countries with more exemptions will know it becomes an absolute boondoggle to get through. And what exactly did he mean by boondoggle? Well, Mr Speaker, I'm very pleased that the word boondoggle is getting a run uh, in Parliament. One of my favourite phrases, and there are a few things that have been called boondoggles over the year that turned out all right. Uh, the Sydney Opera House was one of those, uh, and the Hubble Telescope, uh, Mr Speaker. <laughs> The debate and the ducking and diving are creating a lot of heat but are not shedding a lot of light on some of Labour's key plans in particular. Both parties are promising to release their tax and fiscal plans in the coming weeks, giving the public plenty of time, they insist, to run the numbers for themselves.